Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavenue Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Paco Podcast. Bo, Bo what are you doing? Uh, I'm filling out all these Puckle surveys. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, surveys? There's a ton of these surveys. I, I mean, I don't ever read them. I just skip to the end and, and write in that Thatch is a scrub. Oh, my God, Bo. Uh, well, I need people to know. Welcome to the 255th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, uh, Bosephus and Gator. And once again, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you to our listener, Zenth, for sending in that intro. Again, you guys can send in your own Puckle intros at PucklePodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing them, and there's so many of them, and they're awesome. Uh, so thank you for that. In addition to that, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome to Puckle. Uh, Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. We are more than a podcast. We are also a community that you can come and hang out at at PucklePodcast.com if you like us. Uh, that, that's the main thing, if you like us, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, even if you don't, you just feel sorry for us. That's okay, too. I'm okay yeah. with that, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't even like me, and I still hang out with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work on that self-esteem, Gator. <laughs> All right, so let's move on, guys. So what have you guys been up to in Pokemon since the last time we chit-chatted? Um, I've mostly just been gooing over these news drops and the Generations shorts. I'm kind of in love with them. The new ones oh. are pretty good. Yeah, and we got two on Friday, which was like, they're just intentionally spoiling us. That's not... No, that's really bad, I too, because there's only like 18 total, and we're already like six in. It's they not even- but they just said there'd be one every Friday. Until the twenty third, yeah, of so December. We're, yeah, we're already a third of the way done, though. Maybe yeah, but like, if they give us twos, that's fine. Yeah, no, they well, have maybe, to do two. Like, I think one more week. Oh. I'm just saying, if they want to add more, I'm fine with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and according to Snag, yeah. Snag found on YouTube, he was watching. He was about to start watching another video, and they're using them as commercials before other videos. Are so, they like, really? That's the best commercial surprise I've ever had. Like. <laughs> If I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this video. Wait, it's the Generation short I haven't seen yet. Yes. Yes. This is what I'm <laughs> like, watching instead. Why are they paying money for that? 
because like nostalgia and like if somebody hears the word Pokemon Generations, are they going to think like, oh, that's going to be an anime thing? I'm bored with it, or is it going to like reach out to the Gen Oneers? And uh, like, I feel like it won't reach out to the like. I mean, if they're using like the like the first two episodes, maybe. Yeah. But- I don't know about the newer ones, especially with them being, like, based in Johto and stuff. Well, most Gen 1ers are also Gen 2. Like, I would, I'd say with pretty good confidence that most people, like, played a little bit of the second Gen, just because yeah. the hype was so real. That's like, so true. Like, the I, Lake of Rage. Like, so many people know about, like, Red Gyarados. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you can't just be a pure Gen 1er if you know about Red Gyarados. Mm-hmm. That is true. I also think that they're putting them, paying for it to be an ad for other videos because they're like... If we just shove our name in people's faces all the way to uh, till November, we're gonna we're gonna sell so many copies of that game that comes out. <laughs> that's that's probably so true. true as well. Yeah. Also, I'd like to add something. Bo just showed us an awesome, cute picture of him hanging out with Pikachu on his shoulder. Like, isn't just Pokemon Go? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's a thing. It it. It's, I have a ten- Pikachu on my shoulder in Pokemon Go as well. Well, you want to arm wrestle or something, Thatch? Come how at many, me. How many kilometers you got on your Pikachu, bro? Uh, like 11.4 something. No, I've got like 18. All right, Thatch, you know what? This isn't a, a contest, okay? I was just trying to have fun. but No, you know. yeah, no well, fun allowed. This is. What do you think this is, a game, Bo? Well, I did until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon's uh, not a game. It's a lifestyle, okay? <laughs> I've just gotta, that, that is true. It is. It has devolved or evolved from a game at this point. It's uh, a universe. No, it's just that, in our lives. Let's be completely honest. War Turtle is what I'm worrying around, so it's not on my shoulder. It's way too big. <laughs> you can't carry around. I mean, to be fair, like Pikachu's pretty heavy. I think he's like, what is he? Like twenty pounds? He's not even that big. He's like a foot tall. Like yeah, yeah, but I think he's still heavy. I mean, a foot tall is still pretty heavy. Mine is oh, six point five four kilo- kilograms. So you know what? That's you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me take a look. Let me take a look. He weighs thirteen pounds. That's not that's that's like a cat on your shoulder. Yeah, I can I can live with a cat, cat on my shoulder. My cat is fifteen pounds. Like I can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could definitely handle. I was gonna say my backpack is way more than fifteen pounds. Yeah, no, my my cats um, are pretty pretty. I think they're, they're around they're around thirteen pounds. Your cats aren't even that big. They're little. I do have little no, cats. cats. Watson's getting pretty big though. Yeah, but Hopper's is like. Oh yeah, Hopper's tiny. So I Watson's have... almost bigger than Hopper. Oh god, wow. that cat's grown so fast. Yeah, he's grow- he grew he grew up so fast. You know, it's so sad. Used to be a tiny little man. kitten. Now he's just like a big annoying cat. Go stop feeding him all those rare candies. Oh my gosh, I-, I I could tell you stories about my cats and how how dumb Watson is compared to Hopper. But this is a Pokemon podcast. We don't need to talk about it's my a cuckle. Yeah, that's just cats on the ground too. Oh, um, and and okay. I also have to say what I've been doing in Pokemon lately yeah. is just um, pretty much. I cannot wait to have the Midnight form Lycanroc in my Ooh. party. I think he looks so cool. I kind of wish he was Rock Dark, but I'm fine with just being Rock. I just hope he gets some uh, a cool move like uh, Accelerock. Oh, yeah, Accelerock. Yeah, he just looks like he'd be quick. You know, not just devious, but but also quick. And yeah, I have to agree with, um, I don't remember who said it, but he does look like a total knockoff um, Sonic the Hedgehog character. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, hey, absolutely. That's one fan base we don't want to irritate, so let's get off Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Gator? What have you been up to? Oh, mostly just uh, 
TCG stuff. I haven't been really playing the video games a lot lately. I've like hopped on a couple times to give people some Pokemon. Um, the other day, I, I mean, that's late. understandable. We've had the same game for two years now. Yeah, it's like there's nothing to do. Every once in a while, I hop on showdown like random double battles. Um, I like random double battles because there's just you have no idea what's coming out. Like it's great. Um, double doubles is I. I mean, I can go in this in a little bit, but like doubles is definitely interesting compared to singles. Yeah, I, I think I prefer doubles honestly. Like with all the VGC stuff, like I'm mm-hmm. singles has its has its like place, and I, I like I'm always gonna play singles. But I'm re- I like the idea that you have to play more mind games with doubles. Oh, absolutely. Um, and the strategies so I, are different too. Like there's so many it just like opens a door to like a new world in Pokemon. Yeah, you're not always hyper offensive. Like most of the time you're either like really stally or really hyper offensive or you're doing some sort of like like tricky like mm-hmm. gimmick when you're doing singles, but versus doubles, it's like it's usually just a straight up fight. Mm-hmm. Like unless you're playing with um Smeargle. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But there's even a strategy to dealing with Smeargle, so it's fine. Yeah, um, no, I agree. No, like, uh, I, I've been, I've been playing a lot of singles lately, mm-hmm. but, uh, I just found, cause I was going to go to premier, a premier challenge this weekend, but unfortunately it got moved to, uh, next weekend in Fort Wayne. I think somebody's actually going to that, uh, which is really cool, but I found out that there's actually one like 10 minutes from my house that's going to be happening in two weeks on a Sunday. And uh, that oh, means nice. Misty oh. has that day off, so we can actually go to it. They're also going to lead up beforehand. There's going to be a TCG pre-release for the oh, evolution yeah, that's set. Out. Yeah, like the 22nd or something like that. Yeah, so that it's going to be so on the 23rd. I'm going to go to a. I'm going to go to that premiere challenge. That so I hung up my VGC 16 like hat, you know, and then it's just like, well, now I got to take it off the shelf again. Um, well, like Fort Wayne regionals are coming up too. Um, uh, though, okay. So fun fact about Fort Wayne regionals, I would go to them. Um, but they're right after Thanksgiving and I will not be in the Midwest. <laughs> oh, well, um, I'm going, uh, I'm flying out on Thanksgiving day to go to Seattle actually <laughs> to well, go visit my in-laws. Andrew Shiro. Andrew Shiro. I'm actually, we, Shiro and I are going to, we were planning to meet up. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of, like, Jushiro, because TCG and Fort Wayne Regionals, Orlando Regionals are next weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You should, like, and live stream on the thing. I'll be there, and Maxis is coming down, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, a two-hour drive for Axis is an hour drive for me, so we're going to meet up in the middle, because mm-hmm. that's where it's happening anyway. Um, I'm signed up to do TCG stuff. I think he said he's going to do side events like we did at Nationals. Okay. Um, but it's supposed to be really cool. They have the prize wall set up. Um, for signing up for TCG, it was like 30 bucks to register. Yeah. But I get a playmat out of it and I get like a lanyard and a thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, usually regional swag is like really cool. I know Bo and I are planning on going to St. Louis together. And it's the Hello? same people, same people are running St. Louis as are running Orlando. Yeah. Um, uh, you're going to St. Louis regionals with me, right, Bo, in March? Oh, oh heck yes. We're going yeah, to St. And, Louis regionals. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be moving, like, right there. So you might be able to crash at my place Ooh. if I have a place. Depends on no promises, but... I won't uh, I won't book a hotel yet. That's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> my new job is in the loo, so... Ooh. Yeah, yeah no, so we could... Which, it'll be exciting. I'm also... That means something completely different to our British listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> there, there, I mean, there's also a small chance I might be going to... Uh, I mean, I'd say 50-50 right now that I'm going to go to not only just the St. Louis Regional, but I think I might also go to the Roanoke, Virginia one in May. 
Yeah, it's not too far. They could. Well, it's actually shorter. It's a shorter drive to go to that one than to St. Louis. We didn't realize that, and I was just like looking up where all these places were because I'm like, because I know you can get to West Virginia from Ohio pretty easily. It's like a couple hours, and I'm just like, well, where's Roanoke, Virginia, and Virginia? Because West Virginia is not that big, and so I found out it's like literally less time to get there than to St. Louis. And I was talking to Misty, and I'm like, hey, this is closer than St. Louis. You want to go to this one instead? Instead. Or not instead, as well. But Okay, well, good. Like, I was like, yeah, but Bo's yeah, here. No, no, we're going to go because you're there. No. Oh, I, I have a story when we're off the air for you, Bo. Uh, well, okay. uh, like, just, you're very centrally located for all these things. Because if you're really serious about getting these points. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You're, you're not that far from Philly, either. Yeah, no, I could it. I could technically hit up, like, four in a year, I think. Like, if I did it in 2018 very seriously, I could definitely hit up, uh, I could hit up St. Louis, Fort Wayne, Philly, and I think, uh, and Roanoke. Yeah. It would like, be and they're all within like six hours. Yeah. Like the closest one for me after Orlando is up in like Athens, Georgia. Yeah, I know. It's awful for you guys. <laughs> like we're like stuck down here, but I'm really looking forward to next weekend. Uh, I'm going to be running my Xerneas break deck. I've decided. Um, so it should be interesting to shape up. I'll probably have like a tournament report or something. I might write up an article. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think Sublime's talking about interviewing me for the premiere challenge, and then maybe he can interview you as well for like the regional experience. Even better if Sublime can write it up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that way you don't have to. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna take a stack of Puckle business cards. If any of our listeners are gonna be at Orlando Regionals, oh send yeah, an let email us know. Pucklepodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, you can like or tweet at us or anything. Yeah, any of the social media, because that's all me. Um, I can uh, make sure that we uh, hang out with you a little bit, like me and Maximus, because Maximus is going to be bored unless I, like, like drop. Because he, <laughs> he, the lucky dog, he thought he was going to have to get leave early, like at 6, yeah. to get there, but side events don't start till noon. Oh, my gosh. sleep in and leave at, like, 9, and I have to leave at 7. Oh, man. <laughs> so Maybe you'll like, win the TCG thing, though. You I'm can... really hoping so. Like, I don't think it's any, like, it's my first time doing it, but mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, a lot of luck goes yeah. into any TCG game. If yeah, I could, I, I know that, Wolf actually, Wolf Glick actually went to Orlando, I think, last year, and that's where he got his uh, regional win. Um, oh, man, that'd be so nice. nice. So I don't know if he'll be there again. I mean, maybe he'll run the same team he ran in Florida the year before. Well, like, a lot of the Poketubers are, like, based out of Florida. Yeah, that's like, true. I can think of at least, like, two or three of them that mm-hmm. are, like, going to be there. Um, I think uh, I think Chaos Gym is based out of Florida. I think um, a couple of the guys from uh, the Meta deck. Yeah. So um, I might run into them there. That's so cool. we'll see. It should be fun. So, yeah, hit us up, guys. Absolutely. All right. So we are gonna we are going to cut it right there, and we are going to hit it on to the news. So cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in! And on to the news. In the news, we've got a few things going on. Um, we'll, we'll save the big news for last. But first, Pokemon Go is going to be doing an update... Uh, we've got, uh, we, it's gonna do two things right now. It's not, we don't know when the update's gonna occur because it's Pokemon Go and they're very sporadic with these. 
but they're telling us now. Yeah. So I give them full credit for letting I us do. know what's going on. I also <laughs> like that every time they announce an update now, none of them include training, which is like the one thing that like the hardcore Pokemon Go players want. Yes. Uh, that, that and PvP. Like, yeah, that PvP is uh, the one other thing they really want. Uh, but the, the, it's but, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but what they announced is actually really cool and I think uh, really nice for the game. Uh, first, they want to do uh, a capture bonus increase depending on what metal you get. So it actually gives you uh, gives collecting those medals for collecting certain types of Pokemon some kind of meaning. So <laughs> yeah, not just achievement. Yeah, exactly. You get a plus one capture uh, capture bonus if it, if you have bronze, plus two for silver, and plus three for gold. That's nice. Uh, I think what's now, even bigger what, now. What like, those? What? What'd you say, Bo? Oh, I was saying, what do those entail? So, like, you have oh. a bronze medal. Is it, is it any bronze medal, or is it like... Oh, so, like, it has to be for the type of that Pokemon. So, like, say, say you, you catch, like, ten water-type Pokemon, mm-hmm. you get the bronze medal. So then... And so you for, get plus one on water types? Yeah, plus one for catching water types. Okay. Um, But say you do something like catch every Rattata you see, like, you should be doing if you're playing this game properly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a book I saw. Uh, <laughs> That was just full of nonsense, Pokemon Go tips. Uh, yeah. And, but you catch those, so you already have, like, the gold medal, so it's very easy for you to catch Rattata and Pidgey now. You know? Okay. And so that, that, you got that going for you, which is nice. Nice. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, I think what's bigger, though, is the other update that's going to come along with it, uh, or another update entirely, where it's going to change the CP of the, of, uh, gyms of the same color as you when you go to train. Uh, one year, one year allowed to bring six Pokemon now, but you're also allowed to do, uh, it lowers the CP so that it's on bar with you. So you can actually properly train at these gyms instead of losing uh, to the first Pokemon over and over and over again. Well, it's not even that. Like, it, 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 got, it got to be so convoluted that people were coming up with strategies of throwing, like, a Magikarp in there. Yep. And then, like, beating it with something else. Like, you shouldn't have to, like, hack the gym to, uh, and I say hack, like, yeah, not not in the way of the people that are using bots, but in the way of like coming up with this weird oddball solution to train up your gym. Yep, and mm-hmm. it also makes it hard for the people that are lower level coming in. Yeah, it's impossible for new players really to get into a gym at all. Yeah, because every gym is stacked with these really tall Pokemon. I was talking to Mister Sniffles about this today. I was like, "Well, the game's so old now, and all the like good players have all the gyms, so like you can't fight a gym by yourself. You you can't." Yeah, you physically can't. It's an, it's so ridiculous. It's not. But that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, these are some nice changes. I think it's gonna make the game a little bit more playable. I want a quick Pokemon Go story, and it kind of involves okay. trading, but cheating to trade. So you know our good friend Ransom. Yeah. Uh, I was over at his house the other day to get him uh, lend him my Soul Silver copy because he wanted to play some more Pokemon, and. Um, he was like, hey, let me show you something. And he pulls out his Pokemon Go, and he's got a Kangaskhan. What? How'd he get that? What? So, so get this. Uh, another friend of ours named Tyler is uh, doing a year in Australia, in Sydney, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so he's like, hey, man, I know you don't play Pokemon at all, but if you feel like hopping on and see if there's a Kangaskhan over there, this is my <laughs> email account, and this is my password. <laughs> and he totally did. That's really nice, oh, that's actually. That's, that's tricky, tricky there, Sheriff. But Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. In other news, we also have Hoopa being uh, distributed currently. So if you missed the Hoopa uh, serial code, I believe it was last year, 
and mm-hmm. you didn't pick up Hoopa, you can pick it up now by using the serial code 2016 Hoopa, and you'll get it. You'll get yourself the same Hoopa. That's nice. Mm. I think Darkrai is also currently uh, uh, obtainable this way now as well. Uh, which is, you just use 2016 Darkrai as the serial code. Uh, in addition to that, you can download Keldeo, and starting tomorrow in the United States, or right now as you're listening to this episode, you can go to GameStop and pick up a Volcanion uh, card. And All like, right. download Canyon. Volcanion, not Canyon, Volcanion. Uh, <laughs> How long does that go to? Do we know? That goes until, I think, the end of the month or something like that. Okay. I'll double check, but uh, I, I just know it's starting. So you have a few weeks to do it. Uh, okay, and so the big news that everybody wants to talk about is Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon got a new trailer this week. Yes. Um, we got a lot of things. It also got a, uh, the UK trailer was already an updated version of a, uh, it was an English version of a Japanese trailer that we saw uh, before, and the translations actually led to a lot of new information. Oh my god, I totally freaking called our trailer this week, by the way, guys. Oh yeah, like, that's so I, true. I, you can go back in the chat and look. Fluffiest and I were up early and we were talking and I'm like, it's probably going to be like secondary evolutions and like, I hope we hear about Megastones and sure enough, secondary evolutions and Megastones called it. So happy. Oh man. Uh, So (laughs) that's so true. So first we got Mega Evolution back. That's not, I don't know why. It's just because Reddit. Uh, I hate it. Uh, There's no reason for that to exist. And no, then, that to be in the trailer. Yeah, for that to yeah for that to be in the trailer. We didn't need that announcement. I thought that was ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> we did get a, we did get the new starter uh, evolutions. Where we got we saw that Poplio evolves into what's the name? Uh, I think it's Brion. Brion Brion. I don't know. It's uh, got a uh, yeah. Uh, something just like con- that. Just solidified my team Poplio. <laughs> Although I like it's, it's, Litten a lot more now, it's classified as the uh, as the pop star Pokemon. Oh yeah, uh, which is really silly. Uh, I, I'm I'm very excited to see the final evolutions. I know there have been some quote unquote leaked evolutions, but <laughs> I'm still I'm still fifty fifty on those. I mean, they're pretty accurate. They have that like trainer drawn in them. They have there's I don't know. I, I would have. I this is why I'm saying think. I'm fifty fifty. You know. Uh, <laughs> Like, the, I don't think they were a finished product when they got leaked. Yeah. But I feel like there's just enough there to confirm that I'm getting my um, wrestler kitten. So I, I'm happy. I, I, I think they're legit, and I think they're not legit for a couple of reasons. Um, so for those of you who haven't noticed, there, known there's some Chinese leaks for Pokemon Evolutions. You can go look these up on uh, Poke Jungle or they're all over the internet now. Um so uh, they have a picture of let, let me let me do a case for and a case against why I think these are real and I'm fifty fifty. Uh, so wrestler kitten makes sense because uh, in the description for uh, uh, Litten's evolution, what is it called? It is called uh, Tora Cat. Uh, it talks about how it likes to kick and punch things, uh, which is which is very evident of like a wrestler thing, right? Yep. Um, hopefully, it's not a firefighting type, but. That we just don't know about. It's going to be firefighting. If it's firefighting, I'll be upset. I think it's going to be dark. I, I absolutely think it's going to be a dark type, no matter what it is. It's either going to be pure fire or fire dark. And I'm also convinced that we're going to have split evolutions. Uh, I like, am not 100% convinced on that yet. If they said it's going to evolve like Rockruff. Oh, that's true. So Yeah, that, yep. Rockruff yep. shares an evolution thing with the starter Pokemon. Yeah. 
well, I feel like they'll announce that in the trailer, but they've never announced final evolutions in a trailer before. No, uh, but they talked about, like, they mentioned it in the Korra Korra. Yeah. When Rockruff came out, that he shares a special trait with the starters. And what what do we know about Rockruff's evolution? It's a that there's two. That's true. That is true. Um, okay, and so we also have uh, we also have Dartrix uh, over here, uh, the grass type, who is just an emo version of Rollet. Uh, so the one the one reason I don't think these are real. Let me start with Dartrix evolving into Robin Hoot. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, which is an archer that it, it's just uh, imagine a bigger owl with a bow and arrow, essentially. Um, I don't, I don't think that's true just because it looks like he's going to lose the bow tie. And I feel like the bow tie in the past two evolutions were just like very much a piece of the character. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, that's my argument against, uh, but if it's split evolutions, it can go. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And like Archer, the other, cause like it's the dart thing. Like they talked about it Mm -hmm. having the the darts. Oh yeah. No, I, I agree with you that that that's 100% real. Uh, so, I, I, that, that is a, that's an argument for, I think another argument for it is again, the Torah cat thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, they were, it's very interesting. These are really cool. I think the evolutions are cool. I think I, I accepted them much easier than I accepted the initial reveals, uh, the, of the starters. I always saw oh. Pop, Pop Leo and Litten mm-hmm. and, uh, Roller mm-hmm. all at once. I mean, I'm I'm very much liking all of the middle stage starters, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's not there's not a Quilladin in this one. No, there's not nice. a Quilladin. No, not a Quilladin. Oh, poor, poor thing. Poor Quilladin. <laughs> yeah, let me. He got his redemption with Chestnut. After he looking did. at all the finals, I was like, that's definitely the coolest one. No, Greninja, get out of here. Greninja was definitely the on on one. on first glance. I was like a tongue scarf. Mm, no. And you were wrong. That's the problem. I, still, uh, I picked and loved Froakie. I'm team Froakie since day one, all right? Don't give me some crap. I'm just being <laughs> honest, okay? You know, if you had some honest bones in your body, maybe you'd admit some things, too. <laughs> all right. This uh, is- so some other things that were, were revealed in this trailer. Uh, we had a few things. Uh, the first being uh, just oh, the, the biggest thing was all of these things that your Pokemon can do in the box. It, they oh, can go God. to like all of these islands and like do things, which is really you weird. Mean, it's called a uh, Poke Pelago or Pelago, Poke Pelago. This is a forced penal colony like situation. You capture <laughs> these poor Pokemon and then send them away to work. Yeah, you force like, them to work. This is this is terrible. This is a violation of any Poke rights. Um, <laughs> Poke rights activists, like the, I'm telling you, next gen, the team there is going to be all about Poke rights because these people have worked these Pokemon to death. Like yeah, no, it's hilarious. Uh, but they can uh, they can go do a couple of things. Uh, first, you can level them up on these islands. Uh, you can use them to go get new items as well, and like good items, not like oh here's like three revives. It's yeah. like oh here's a dusk stone, a grass stone, a shiny stone, and something else. And, and according like... to the Spanish leak, an ice stone. Like yeah. the Spanish trailer, they had them pulling out like some an ice stone. Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. So, so you have to evolve Vulpix with a um. And Arcanine, like, there's these fire-type Pokemon. I'm thinking that, like, maybe a low and Vulpix evolves with the Ice Stone. Oh, I think so as well. So do you Same think that... True. I don't know yeah. about Sandshrew, just because he used to level up, but it could be a change that they institute as well. Mm-hmm. So do you think, now that we have 
the leaf stone and the ice stone, those will be ways to evolve Eevee? No. Well, we already had a grass stone. Please, please stop. Saying. Don't you? You sound like Reddit right now. What if, what um, if we use the sunstone and the moonstone to evolve Eevee? Also, you sound like mm-hmm. Reddit right now. Just stop. And, and then what if we? What if we have a fairy stone too? To, what if we to, just retcon to, all these things to, to evolve? To evolve. Uh, I mean, they retconned how you evolve uh, melodic. So, uh, kind of, sort of. They added a way to do it. But yeah, I see your point. Yeah, what, what if they add a way to evolve Eevee? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do it. Eevee's been like he's been evolving the same way for like the past four, three generations for Glaceon and Leafeon, and the past five for Umbreon and Espeon. Well, Eevee's kind of like their way of showcasing new evolution. Exactly. Things. Yeah, that's my next point. So, like, Sylveon was with the whole Pokemon Ami, which has gone away. No, it's, it's not gone. Different. Uh, they they call it Pokemon called, Refresh or something. Yeah, that's what now. I'm saying. It's a different thing now. Like it's it's, it's going to be and... it's it's pretty much the same thing. I think it's going to be the same way to evolve into Sylveon. Oh, one point I'd like to make too. Uh, it's not like we were talking about the items and stuff they gathered. That's how we got sidetracked. The another thing they can do is they're talking about your Pokemon can like, and since wild Pokemon to come join them. Yeah. So if we're going to possibly see like you're going to go to your PC box and be like, how did I catch this Pikachu? <laughs> like. Wait, where'd this come from? I think you get, like, a choice from looking at the screens to, like, uh, the screenshots that we do have to, like, oh, this Pokemon looks like it wants to join. And you have, like, the it looks like you can woo them, I want to say. It'd be so cool if this was their way around, like, I know it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. But, like, the other game's Pokemon, mm. like, being able to, like, if, if it's cartridge exclusive, the only way you can get it on your game besides trading, is to, like, lure it in with your Pokemon. I, if that is possible, that would be very nice. I would like to see that happen. Especially I can also gonna... see it as, like, a post-game thing to, like, get Pokemon that aren't in the regional Alolan Index. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Even if it wasn't every single version exclusive, like, there was one that you could only get yeah. by having your Pokemon. Well, like, my concern, happening, but... my concern is getting, like, the two different kinds of Rockruff. Like, if I want, like, mm. the other form, am I going to have to have both games it sounds or... like it I, they're, you're they're just gonna like, have to have a friend this which is harder than having both games this gen i've <laughs> noticed the uh marketing tactics have really pushed towards going to uh going ahead and just like marketing buying both versions they've never done that so heavily before like they, it did it did exist prior in uh in gen 6 when x and y came out there was like i think a dual pack but it wasn't very good or it was just like a deal at GameStop if you pre-ordered both or something like that. Yeah, that's how you got the timeline poster. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I got the timeline poster just for pre-ordering in general. See, that is BS because I didn't. I just got the stupid reversible X and Y poster. Because typically, what I do is I don't I don't pre-order both versions. I'll just wait a couple months and then buy a used version. Exactly. Uh, because I, I like I like picking it up and then going ahead and just being like, oh, what Pokemon did this guy catch? And I'll load it up, and somebody will have a Deontay on their game for some reason, and they just like sold it, and it's just like, well, you wasted your life. Um, and but uh, I this time this is the first and this is the first time I've gone ahead and pre-ordered both version pre uh, both versions preemptively. Uh, one because I want to actually get into VGC this year, and it it's a good way to get into VGC if you have both versions. That way you have access to both sets of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like Oran Guru and Pessimian are version exclusives, and Oran Guru you can already tell is going to be probably pretty so big good. in VGC this year. And so yeah, it's just things like that. Uh, but yeah, and they're then, definitely pushing both this year. 
Number two, you actually are a couple of like man and wife now. So oh no, we bought really four hard. games. Let's be clear. Oh, you bought four. Yeah, oh, we bought God. four copies. Let's be one hundred percent clear here. Uh, wow. We it, okay. we didn't we didn't just buy we didn't just we <laughs> we pre-ordered both games before and. <laughs> We've we've gotten it as like a couple like X and Y we didn't because we didn't live in the same place at that time, uh, but for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire yeah we we pre-ordered both we both got them, uh, we did the same thing for Black Two and White Two and stuff like that but uh, yeah no we we are awful people now uh, that's that's wow. the way to explain it yeah we both bought both versions isn't that awful uh, <laughs> no way it just means you're as sad as me yeah but no but. <laughs> Bo and I are just sitting here forever alone. Like, oh, Hey, I you mean, want to trade me for your Venusaur? Yes, I do, Bosefist. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Bosefist. I mean, we're still going to start with, like, opposite versions. Like, she's going to start playing Sun. I'm going to start playing Moon. That way, like, we can do trades, like, immediately. But at the same time, we both wanted to be able to collect all the legendaries with, like, the Pentagon or the Pentagon equivalent, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that helps out there. Because before with uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, I had to go and I actually had to go find somebody to give me a uh, get. Well, you guys were there. I had to go get a Dialga with a Pentagon, and yep. I had to go get. Um, I got a Thunderous from Misty as well for with a Pentagon and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it, you have to go and get Pentagon stuff if you don't go just have both games yourself. But yeah, I mean, right. it's not that big of a deal. No, there, there's always ways around it. Oh yeah. Um, because, like, after the bank opens up, I'm sure with Wonder Trade, you're going to be able to get everything. Oh, yes, you. absolutely. If I mean, but you don't have to because you have Puckle and you've got friends automatically. That's so and, I mean, it's really bad because, like, I, I know everybody in Puckle, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have, like, well, a like, direct line. It's not and it's true. Like, if you hop on the chat at any given time, if somebody else has got the opposite version, mm-hmm. like, odds are they'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll get you this one if you can get me that one. Yeah, exactly. Cool, neat. Done. Mm-hmm. Too easy. I 100% agree. Oh, man. Uh, all all right. right. Was there anything else we missed? Oh, the Festival Plaza is going to be there. It's how you get festival coins, and you can buy more clothes. Yes. Yeah. Clothes. Also, um, buying Megastones. <laughs> can you buy Megastones? I didn't see Yeah, they're like six, they're 64 BP. Oh. Oh, not BP. You mean like Festival Coins? Well, yeah, they, yeah. I just saw they were purchasable. That's cool. FC. I did not, I did not catch that. Uh... All right, and so the last thing is, uh, we also know that the demo is coming out on October eighteenth, uh, which, which is going to be really cool. Eight days from when you're listening to this, yeah, eight eightish days. Um, it'll be the Tuesday after the next episode, and it's gonna. I'm very excited for it. You can get Ash Greninja through it because it's got, it's a Greninja with an ability called Battle Bond, and when it knocks out another Pokemon, it becomes Ash Greninja. Did you see that? And it's really? going to be transferable to your game. Yeah, and it will be yeah. transferable. It's just like the Glalie for the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire demo. So if you're looking for something really pretty to sit in your box, it's going to be Ash Greninja. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you guys see that really heartbreaking? Like someone drew up a. It's just a one panel comic, I guess, but it's Ash with like his hat pulled down over his face when he's really sad, you know, in the anime. Yeah. And he's giving the new trainer his Ash Greninja. Yeah. There's also, there's also, I think, I think he's supposed to be releasing it in the anime. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a hundred percent confirmed right now, but there is definitely a screen. There's like a small four second clip in the latest trailer of him, like shaking hands and hugging Greninja. Yeah. I think he's, I mean, he might give it to like a new trainer. Yeah. That would be very interesting if that's what happened. I don't know. 
Maybe maybe there'll actually be a story in the uh, in the uh, demo about how Ash Greninja got to you. You know what I mean? Oh okay. God! What if we actually see Ash? <laughs> I don't I, think it'll. I don't think it'll happen. I don't know what I would do if I saw Ash in a game. They definitely yeah. they definitely make re- in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. They started making references to the anime. Um, like they they start talking about Elaine and stuff like that in the anime. Uh, they really start to tie on. these universes together. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I never I never played Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire to finish. You probably so. should. You oh, have like I, a couple months while it's still relevant. Uh, <laughs> I just don't even care. Yeah, uh, the global link was also announced to be um, to be going down on the first. R.I.P. Global Link. Yeah, the global. Well, it's going to come back up on the eighteenth. I know November, but it's going down for Gen Six, so un- that's unfortunate. Uh, there were I a mean, couple other things online that are really cool. Um, first thing in the battle in battle spot uh, in Sun and Moon, they announced that there's going to be a singles ladder, a doubles ladder, a uh, I forget what other kind of ladder, and then uh, a VGC ladder. Like they have a ladder that's going to always be the championship rules that are current. Oh, good. That's which is so really good. cool because they didn't do that like recently at all. Like right now, I can't physically on the cartridge pl- practice VGC sixteen. <laughs> It's so annoying. Mm. But you'll be able to do that on the Sun and Moon cartridges, which is really cool. So that that's good. Awesome. That's really good. I'm so excited for these games. They just look yeah. so great and so diverse. Mm-hmm. It's really Getting cool. Already. Okay, 40 days. Woo! 40 days, yeah. Uh, so on top of that, uh, VGC uh, 17 rules were also announced. Uh, let me go over those very quickly because we are hitting like 40 minutes now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have battle spot, uh, or the VGC 17 rules are, it's double battle, obviously. Um, every Pokemon that appears in the Alolan regional Pokedex is allowed, excluding some legendary and mythical Pokemon, obviously. Uh, they and haven't announced all of the legendaries yet because they haven't been revealed yet, so. Uh, and Megastones aren't allowed this year, which is gonna be a huge game changer. You can use Z moves though, because that's the thing they're trying to push this year. Uh, in addition, you uh, you can you have to have Pokemon that have been obtained in Pokemon Sun and Moon. So unfortunately, it looks like there's going to be like a new Pentagon equivalent for Gen Seven. Well, I just think that they might end up like there's there might not be a real way to test that because they said Pentagons are going to be legal like next year. Uh, okay. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like it has to like say on the Pokemon this Pokemon was caught in. Region, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's essentially what the Pentagon was, right? It was just it's confirming that it was caught in Gen 6, you know? Um, it's going to be a real race, though, because the game's coming out a week later in Europe. Oh, yeah, and, no, like, and what's even worse is uh, the <laughs> format switches on the 1st of December this year. And, well, the thing is, they're having their super continental, their European yep. continental, like two weeks after they get the game. Yep. So it's going to be like this mad rush to see what happens... And what the meta game is going to look like for yeah no uh, the, the meta is going to develop very quickly. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so cool. I'm waiting. I want to watch those streams just because I feel like it's just you're just going to see a lot of very unique and interesting things. Like it's going to be the very bare bones of just people going. I think this is going to work, you know, and then just quickly putting it together. It's going to be cool. I'm happy. It's, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited to watch that stream. You know, I'm so excited. Uh, all right, let's see. So that's about it. Uh, uh, we have Puckle News. Oh, yeah, we do have Puckle News. We should we should scoot to Puckle News. What are, what are you going with? 
Okay, so we have uh, Generations Tournament is getting started. Yep. Um, that's going strong, so we have that we're going. Um, we're going to start getting geared up for uh, Sun and Moon and stuff coming out, so you should see more content for that. We have, uh, we're doing well, mm-hmm. but what we need from you guys is to fill out that Puckle survey. Also, so, comments. Comments are the best. Comment in the Puckle survey. You're not, like, they're not required to comment. Yes. But you can, you can still fill out the survey. The survey takes, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's really fast. Pucklepodcast.com slash survey is where yep. you go. I know we've been really bad about giving that out. Uh, <laughs> Gator yeah, and I have both up. been awful at that, yes. Go fill out the survey. Where at? Uh, uh, I don't know. Just just do it, okay? No. Pucklepodcast.com slash survey. We are going to base the prize off of how many people fill it out. So the more people that fill it out, the bigger the prize is going to be. Mm-hmm. And we've already discussed like everything from raiding the prize closet to buying something off of uh, the PokemonCenter.com to, like, we're going to kind of, like, play it by ear. Yeah. Uh, we might just end up setting a budget and then, like, whoever wins being like, okay, cool, what are you for TCG stuff, mm-hmm. for BGC stuff, for plushes? Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because we want to make sure it's something that you're going to want, you know? So, and the only way to win it is to enter the survey. Yep. Um, the, your results are going to help us, like, help you. We want to make the podcast better. Like, that's why we want to get all these people interested. If we can get, we're, we're shooting for 10%. If 10% of our listeners fill out this survey, we're going to be happy. Yep. So do your part, <laughs> fill it out. Like, you're cool with us. Just, just do this for us, please. In addition, asking you guys to do more for us. Uh, if you want to hear, uh, if you want to help yourself even more and listen to a, uh, Pokemon trivia section or a Pokemon trivia podcast hosted by our very own Snag. Uh, you're, we would like some iTunes reviews from you guys. Uh, we'd like to hit 250. Uh, you can go to iTunes, just review us. You don't even have to leave a real review, but I know some of you have. Uh, we're shooting for 250. We were at 215 or, or last week when I was talking to you guys. Now we're at 221, so you guys are moving it forward. So, 29 more of you guys just need to get show up. And I know you can. Maybe the same 29 that can fill out the survey. <laughs> hey, just, just come fill it out and just don't be a Bosefus and try to make Thatcher Scrub. <laughs> oh man, there have been some good answers. I think at the end, I think when it's over, uh, I think we're doing it for like what another couple of weeks. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're we're letting it, this run for a whole month. Mm-hmm. But you need to fill it out as soon as possible because as soon as like we start hitting our goal numbers, then we'll like consider closing it early. Yeah. So don't wait. Just do it when as soon as you can. Exactly. And we'll appreciate it. Yeah, no, exactly. I think we'll go ahead and maybe give some kind of review of that on the show at some point, just to see what we've learned and what changes we plan on making. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, well, that's it for news. We are going to go on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz and Quiz, our co-hosts. Tangents Scrub. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the segment where we quiz your co-host on their general knowledge of Pokemon. Uh, as always, I will ask you guys to lower your browsers. You will be getting si- uh, six, or no, five questions for me. Six total points possible here, um, depending on how good you are. Uh, this week is a little rougher because Whimsicott asked me to make it harder on you. Uh, <laughs> That's no fair. I demand that you make it extremely difficult on her episodes. Then okay, done. <laughs> But we all like Whimsicott, and I'm probably going to forget. So, 
Uh, okay. So that's not why. I think, I think you're going to get at least two of these. Um, oh, wow. Gee, thanks, Thatch. At least two. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to sure get a 40% on this exam. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and we're going to ask you some questions then. All right. Okay. All right. Question number one. Oh, as always, you are, you get a hint and one minute to answer the questions. Uh, the so being you got extra your quiz hats? Still. You got your quiz hats? Oh, no. I left mine. Uh, I have okay. a sock. I have my well, quiz sock. Well, Singular. now you're ruined. Uh, okay. So here we go. Question number one. Uh, this one was actually provided to us by R Sigma. Oh, no. I know it'll be hard. <laughs> In Generation 5, how many different abilities could a blue-striped Basculin have? Basculin? Basculin, yeah. Um... Gator, I think I just want to go with two. I mean, we have it's one to three. Did it, did, did it have like a hidden ability? I, this was the game where they were releasing hidden abilities through Dream World. I don't see Basculin being one. It was just one of those that's like, oh, we need a different form change Pokemon between versions. So, well, could it have like but a hidden ability? I don't know. I don't. I hate Gen Five. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, does it specify? Black, white, or black and white 2? Yes. Wait, what do you mean? No, it's it's in Gen 5. Gen 5, totally. Totally? So there's no difference? What do you mean? Like, if my Gen 5 was just black and white, is it the same number as black and white 2? Yes. Okay. I want to go um, with, like, 3. All right. Uh, well, think, no, wait. I, I, I lied. It is different if you played black and white two and black and white. My apologies. Okay, uh, I'm good with three then. Yeah, is that your final answer? They, like, yeah. Uh, the answer is actually four. It's really weird. How? Uh, so four? in when in black and white, when you breed it and you catch it, you can get reckless as an ability. You can get rockhead uh, as the standard ability in black two and white two. Um, also, if you trade it to wh- white version as well from black version, uh, it's really weird. Um, it also has adaptability as one of its standard abilities. And uh, its hidden ability is Mold Breaker. So we're counting being able to trade it over? Well, it, okay, so that what happened when you traded it to white um, is also the standard in black and white too. So it loses that- Reckless when you go to black and white too. That's all right. It's a very confusing Pokemon. It's a very confusing Pokemon. Uh, (laughs) Blame R Sigma. He wrote the question. Uh, All right, R Sigma. That you're a confusing Pokemon. uh, (laughs) Okay. Uh, One more from R Sigma, guys. One more. Uh, Question number two: Which Pokemon is the only unevolved Pokemon without a hidden ability that evolves into a Pokemon with a hidden ability in Generation Six? Okay. Unevolved Pokemon. Also, don't forget you get a hint as well at some point today. So did the evolution come in six? Uh, no. But how is it? Okay, okay. Without goes to a with. So it doesn't have one, and then it gets one. Well... So, both Pokemon didn't have a hidden ability, and then in Gen 6, the evolution gets a hidden ability, is that correct? Am I understanding Um, that right? Kind of. I mean, even in Gen 6, the pre-evolution doesn't have a hidden ability. Right, right, right. I'm saying, 
but in Gen 5 and below, both of the Pokemon didn't have a hidden ability. And then in Gen uh, 6, only the Evolution got a hidden ability. Yes, or in Generation 5. I'm not exactly sure when it gained the hidden ability. Well, which is it? That's important. That's not important. Yes, it is. What if one got one in Gen 5 and then Just didn't in Gen the 6? Pick a Pokemon. Well, that's, that's a convoluted question. You don't even know what you're asking. What do you mean you're asking? There's a Pokemon that, one of Pokemon, the, that doesn't what, have a hidden ability, Gen... but when it evolves, its evolved form has a hidden ability. Is it Riolu? Because, uh, like, I know Lucario. Doesn't Lucario have a hidden ability, but Riolu doesn't? It would have to be a Pokemon that you get through uh, through an event. I I, I would or think. I would say something you... like the Friend Safari, probably. Oh, you butt sniffer. Uh, I know. Does Magikarp have a hidden ability, or does Gyarados? No, I don't think I'm so. going to need an answer. Is it Froakie? <laughs> like... With the you know, that, that, one, that one gets it. That one gets it. That one already has. I need an answer. I need an answer. We'll go with uh, Lucario. Uh, the answer is actually a Pharaoh Seed uh, slash Ferrothorn. Pharaoh Seed does not have a hidden ability. Uh, I, I this is one hundred percent correct. Uh, and the only and the only Pokemon that does have a hidden ability or Ferrothorn does, and I believe the only way to actually get it was in Gen Five through the uh, grassy patches or something like that. Let me double check. I'm looking for the Steel Safaris. Um, yeah. Gen 5 didn't have safaris. Uh, yeah, no, Gen 5 had the, not the safaris, the, uh, spots that you can catch hidden ability Pokemon. Stupid. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Okay, we're done with our Sigma questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> our so, Sigma, write all the questions for Fluffiest, please. <laughs> this one, I think you guys can get. Um, I wrote this one with you guys in mind. Um, uh, that does not count as your hint, okay. but... Uh, <laughs> Which Dragon-type Pokemon, including Megas, has the highest defense stat of all Dragon-type Pokemon? Highest defense stat. It might be Gudra? I wrote this with uh, you guys in mind. Okay. So Would it be Mega Salamence? Mega Salamence. Is that your final answer? No, we're going to talk about this for the minute, because I'm still Seriously? thinking about Dragons. Is it Kyrum? Like, Kyrum's got Please a stop. You said the answer. Oh, okay, Mega Salamence. Oh, it's Mega Salamence. <laughs> All right, yay! <laughs> oh, wow, that was the answer is Mega Salamence. Cheap. It has a base one thirty defense. Yay! I I like dropped a heavy hint, uh, knowing that we both like Salamence. Okay, all right. Well, knowing I mean, that I, Gator likes Salamence, but oh well, I guess I don't like Salamence. I didn't jolt you have a question for you. You can just be quiet. When was that? Last time you were on. Oh, okay. Did I get it right? Uh, you did get it right. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I asked you what Jolteon's uh, Japanese name was originally. Oh, yeah. Thunders. Uh, speaking of original names, uh, do you guys know uh, what Weezing's original name was in the Pokemon Red and Blue beta? That's question number four. Um, I don't remember if it's LA or NY, but it's one of the two. Because uh, it's based off... Coughing and Weezing are both based off the... Uh, the, the, the most polluted cities in the, uh, in the world. I don't remember which one's which, though. Pick one. Um, it's a coin flip, man. <sighs> LA. LA is more polluted than New York. I, I, I think, I also think it's LA. Is that oh, your man. final okay. answer? Okay. Okay. You are correct. Yes. Weezing's 
blue and red beta are is LA. Uh, so that's good. So that's two guys. You got two. I told you you at least get two. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, but if Bo didn't like know that, I wouldn't have. Know, I wouldn't have been able to pick one. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't know. Uh, all right. So, uh, question number five. This is one's worth two points. All right. Okay. Two points. Um, okay. So uh, let me read it to you, and you'll understand the uh, terms of the two points. In which region is Snorlax? In the regional Pokedex, but not blocking a route. And uh, so that's one point if you can tell me which regional Pokedex. And two, how could you obtain a Snorlax in that region without having to use the Poke Flute to get it from the route? Okay, so I'm pretty, sure Munchlax? I'm pretty sure it's Gen 4. I don't think he's blocking a route anywhere in Gen 4. Uh, Gen 4, I don't know. Is he blocking a route anywhere in Gen 5? I don't think so. But he's in the regional Pokedex. As well. that's, he's, that's he's also not, a condition. He's not in the regional Pokedex Gen 5, I don't believe. Because um, I know that there's... Last it has to be in the regional... Incense. Oh, also, don't forget, you still have the hint. Uh, do we get a point if we don't use it? Uh, I haven't figured the rules out for that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you want to just, just, just use that dare hint? Yeah, why not? Okay, yeah. so okay. I'll let you know that you've got the region right. Uh, okay, good. I knew that. Uh, and so, two, um, the way to obtain it is to evolve the Munchlax, but how would you catch the Munchlax? Um, there's, there, it, it's, it has to do with edible things. Oh, you form. put um, honey on a tree. Duh. Got is it, that smart. your final answer? Well, I never played Gen 4. It was all you, Bo. Yeah, it's the equivalent of putting a honey on a tree. That is that is correct. Uh, okay, that is correct. <laughs> um, so you can catch a Munchlax from a honey tree, and you can evolve into a Snorlax. Um, and Snorlax was uh, was in the regional Pokedex in Gen Four, but he was not blocking a route because of the way you could catch Munchlax here and the introduction of Munchlax as a Pokemon in that generation. And I think the incense for breeding... No, that was with Wobbuffet, too, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, you, that was also for Wobbuffet. Yeah, I think but, you needed the incense to breed it to breed stuff in as soon as Gen 3. Because I'm pretty sure... Yeah, no, the, the incense, was, incense started in Gen 3, yeah. Because you needed it for, like, Azuril... Yeah, you need... Uh, oh, my gosh, there's so many baby Pokemon in Gen 4 uh, that Oof. we thought... That I forgot about. Oh, like, today, when I was writing the questions, I came upon Happiny, and I'm like, I forgot you were a Pokemon. Oh, God. Uh, and... <laughs> I mean, you got Bonsly and, like, all this other stuff. Uh, it's awful. I forgot Bonsly was a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, Mime Jr. Mime Jr., yeah, exactly. You're making this worse, Bo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that is it for uh, this episode of Puckles Poke Quiz. So let me update the points. You guys got four today. Um, Ooh, so that, uh, that changes the ladder around just a bit. Um, it does change the ladder. Uh, Gator moves up to second place. Bo gets tied for first all right. All right. So here we go. So in first place, uh, tied with ten points, we have Jushiro and Bosophis. In second place, we have Gator with nine points. Tied for third place, we have Professor Snag and Doctor Shamu in with five points. And tied for fourth place, we have the fluffiest Whimsicott and Mister Maximus with four points. All, all right. right. All right. So that's it for this week's Puckles Pokey Quiz. And we will be right back at you guys with the topic after this commercial break. 
Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to today's topic. Our topic is obviously going to be a little bit smaller today, just because we've talked so much Pokemon lately. But uh, our topic today, because it's the month of October, and it's going to be spooky, Uh, we're going to talk about some ghost-type Pokemon, and our favorite ones here. So we, we decided to split this up into like usefulness categories, not design wise, but just, uh, poke- ghost Pokemon we've seen used very heavily in metas, uh, various different ones. So first, let's start with, uh, let's start with the most common meta, the one that everybody likes, uh, OU. Everyone likes OU, right? <laughs> yep. That's not true. Unless you're mean, you suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in OU, you have, uh, I think, one of the best ones is actually Mega Sableye. Misty's favorite Pokemon, Mega Pokemon, is actually Mega Sableye. Fun fact. Uh, I'm going to yeah, buy her the little, uh, there's a little Pikachu plush on PokemonCenter.com that dressed up like a Mega Sableye. Uh, I'm going to buy that for her. Um, it's adorable. But uh, Mega Sableye gaining, well, first, Sableye itself has Prankster, which is amazing. <laughs> Especially like, with the move really pool cool. it has. Because um, it's got access to Recover. It's got access to Will-O-Wisp. It's got access to Taunt. All yeah, these all of those things. priority is just, it's deadly. Mm-hmm. With Prankster, Not to mention great switch in with uh, Magic Bounce. Yeah, well, okay, that is, I was just talking about regular Sableye there. <laughs> oh, whoopsie-doopsie. Because uh, you get Prankster with Meg- with regular Sableye. Mm-hmm. But Mega Sableye, you're right. The, <laughs> the Magic Bounce is huge. Because uh, you can bounce back hazards, you can bounce back status uh, moves. It's, again, fantastic. Uh, Mega Sableye is one of my favorites, uh, for that reason itself. It's definitely a staple on a lot of stall teams right now in OU. Oh, yeah. It's super bulky. That base 125 defense is huge. And, and once it starts getting set up with Calm Mind, mm-hmm. it's just, it's done because that regular defense is just so strong. And then Calm Mind on top of it. Yeah. And then and if you're running Will O Wisp, you can even capitalize even more on that physical defense. Uh, it's, and, it's dirty. <laughs> it's only really afraid of fairies, so yep. yeah, that's that's why you auto include a fairy because Sableye is around. Yeah, you have to you have to, you have to, have to include a fairy, a fairy type on your team, or you can just get destroyed. Um, it Sableye is fantastic, though. I 100% suggest trying it out if you haven't already. But go ahead and try out Sableye. It's definitely one of my favorites. But I'd like to point out that uh, Sableye was not the OG OU gangster. That's of, true. Uh, best Pokemon, that would go to Aegislash. Um, <laughs> like, one of the first uh, Gen 6 Pokemon to get banned. Uh, yeah, it got banned real fast, too. It got banned during the first UUTC when I was running it, and yep. we decided not to ban it in our tournament. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Aegislash, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Aegislash is, like, one of our favorite Pokemon. Like, I know for Bo and myself, it's our favorite ghost. Oh, um, yeah, love it. And I, like, I started out hating Aegislash. Like, I thought the aesthetic was dumb. Like, oh, great, uh, a ghost just inhabits some a sword and a shield, and that makes it cool. But then I got to got to it in X and Y, and I was like, mm-hmm. this Pokemon is awesome. Um, yeah. And it's 
and its animations are all like smooth and fluid. So like it, it, it made it come to life as a Pokemon other than just seeing the, the forms on and stills, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Aegislash gets some play in VGC. Um, oh, absolutely. With the King Shield ability, anything that makes contact with it uh, loses attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so sharply, just, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a half, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's, it's two stages. It's nasty, and uh, it's really good as either a special attacker, a, a physical attacker, or mixed. Mm-hmm. You can run it several different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why it got banned. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was it's so hard to predict. Very strong Pokemon. Um, it does see some play in VGC, uh, but of course, this year in VGC, uh, Gengar was like where it was at. Yeah, and Gengar. Everybody loves Gengar. Gengar is like the original Ghost Pokemon. When you mm-hmm. think of Ghost Pokemon, um, we were talking like, about this last week actually with the abilities. Like Gengar mm-hmm. wasn't good in like Gen two because of the dark types and because of the fact that Earthquake. it did take earthquake damage. <laughs> yeah, being uh, part poison just. But it. the abilities, the abilities in Gen three, like made Gengar just a staple, like in competitive play. I mean, especially VGC is definitely where it found its place with its Mega Evolution too, because mm-hmm. obviously Mega Gengar is banned from OU. But Mega Gengar's seen a lot of play in VGC. Um, there's a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say perish trap, but trapping things in general is just very helpful, especially in VGC. Um, 16, where you're worried about switches during the weather wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. It's too good. Like, and just as like aesthetically as a Pokemon, if you look at like where it shows up, it's like the first, it's one of the first Pokemon you see when you fire up the original games. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, what is it? A Nidorino and a Gengar. Or so, a Jigglypuff and a Gengar, depending on what version you're playing. Yeah. Depending on what version mm-hmm. you're playing. So Gengar has been around forever. Everybody loves Gengar. Gengar cool. Like, One of the first uh, uh, official Pokemon designed. Yeah. Actually. That's why he's and, so simple. And, and he like, went through lots of different design changes. He's also one of those Pokemon cool. that when he's shiny, he's barely different. Yeah. Except for his, like, <laughs> his mega, mega yeah. white. So that was really cool, too. And Honor and Ghastly, like, honorable mentions, they're both cool. And Gengar has a little bit of a place right now in the TCG. There's a uh, Gengar card that if a Pokemon has uh, oh, a yeah. three, three damage counters on it, Gengar can come in and like instantly kill that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's not uh, a bad card either. I've seen it run successfully. Like, um, yeah, it's it, it goes in a lot of Mega Alakazam decks. Mm-hmm. Mega um, Alakazam runs really well with it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of TCG ghosts, um, Trevenant. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Trevenant. Absolutely. Uh, right, right now in the expanded format, and last year for the standard format, uh, Trevenant was really cool for uh, its item lock ability. So if you get a Trevenant set up, and you can get it set up on your very first turn, because uh, um, there's different sneaky ways of doing it, um, with a Wally or an Eversoda, uh, well not, you can't Eversoda on first turn. But anyway, no. point being, uh, Trevenant locks your opponent out of their, using their items. Mm-hmm. And so lock decks are such a pain to play against, because you don't realize how many items you run until you start playing with your yep. items. <laughs> and... <laughs> So Trevenant as a ghost Pokemon was like ruling it, and it it already did well this past uh, the Arizona regionals a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it ended up in the top two. Mm-hmm. It was Trevenant versus Greninja Break. So oh, that'd, be, still... that'd be rough for Greninja Break, even like yeah, it was hard. Um, Trevenant is pretty cool, and I like it as like a regular Pokemon too. Like mm-hmm. um, uh, what do they call? It? Is it Phantom Force? The uh, the sneak attack yeah. it does. Yeah, um, I think that gets past Protect too, doesn't it? 
Yeah, and if you like read the Pokedex entry, Trevenant's really scary. Oh like, man, yeah. <laughs> um, Phantups are like the lost souls of children, and Trevenant like eats children's souls. Like, there's all kinds of weird. Yeah, like all the ghost like Pokemon have really creepy in general like uh, Pokedex entries, but ghost Pokemon in particular, like this like Drifloon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So since we're talking about ghost Pokemon, that's just they're all they're all creepy. <laughs> Let's be completely <laughs> honest. Wasn't Trevenant also the first um, Gen 6 Pokemon we, we saw yeah. a glimpse of? Uh, not the first Gen 6 in general, but it was um, – it was seen – so, like, we started getting Gen 6 news, like, right away that year in, like, January. And then the games came out in October. Very similar to us getting the news that Sun and Moon were coming out in uh, – in February, but the difference was we actually got like news about it progressively throughout the year. Like right when they announced Sun and Moon or uh, X and Y, we got the starters. Like right when they announced it, we didn't get the starters oh, until three months later this time, um, which is really awful. But at the same time, it's nice oh, that like know, we're getting they like waited until May to like leaking start leaking news, and which hopefully we hear about the NX. Uh, but n- different story. Uh, <laughs> different podcast uh, but trevenant was seen in the movie over the summer because it was like i think i forget where it was i forget which movie it was i think it was the zoroark movie at that time and or not the zoroark movie the zoroark movie was earlier than the, oh my gosh i forget which movie it was what gen 5 legendaries uh, were there uh it was the last <laughs> gen 5 one so let's see who was the last gen 5 oh my gosh gen the genesec movie it was the Genesec movie. Oh, Trevenant was okay. at, at, like, the end. I don't know. Trevenant's really cool. I like him, like, aesthetically. He probably, like, he's up there with Aegislash for me when it comes to, like, cool Pokemon. Yeah, too bad he, he's not as useful as uh, Gorgeist, like, his version-exclusive uh, counterpart. Yeah, Gorgeist is cool, too. Um, he's not really great competitively anywhere. Like, he's kind of, like, outclassed by a lot of things. He Kind of, sort uh, of. I I played a semi-successful Gorgeist Trick Room team in VGC. Okay, uh, I can it see wor- that. It worked out really well because he get the, the one thing that Gorgeist has over, like, other Trick Room setters in doubles is that he has access to Destiny Bond. And uh, it feels really good to Destiny Bond, like, a, gra- a Primal Groudon. Like, it just feels really good. Uh, like that's awesome so like i i played around with that before i went to the premiere challenge last year and i did or last last month not last year and i mean i didn't i didn't run it i didn't end up running it but i was uh very happy with that team that team was very solid uh there were a couple issues with it there was a couple swaps that needed to be made but then you end up starting shaking up the whole team dynamic it vgc 16 is a sensitive very uh sensitive beast yeah, now, you guys sure. want to talk about, real quick, uh, Ghost Pokemon We Wish We Were Good? I'm pretty sure we're all going to say the same one. Shedenja? Oh, I was going to say <laughs> Dustnoir. <laughs> Dustnoir, no. I, I like Dustnoir. I like Dustnoir a lot. I, hey, hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. Yeah. Back in Gen 4, I used to run a Dustnoir. <laughs> I run Cofagrigus sometimes on my OU teams. Yeah. Cofagrigus is nobody, pretty good. Nobody expects it. And, like, I know Maximus is really, uh, he's partial to Mega Vanette. Yeah, he is. He likes, um, so like, those are, like, they're semi decent. Um, I don't know. And we've got, like, a few new ghost type Pokemon confirmed coming out. Oh, yeah, no, Mimikyu sounds like the most interesting of them, I think, so far. Yeah, oh. Ghost Fairy. Like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? That's so cool. 
Ghost Fairy, and it gets that ability. What's it called? Um, oh my gosh! Uh, basically, uh, the free substitute. substitute. Yes, the free substitute ability. Uh, it's called disguise. Yeah, that's it. And then, that's like, I, oh, another ghost that's not actually a ghost that's really good in TCG is Giratina. I run Giratina. Um, it runs as a dragon. I think but people actually, were trying to run it in VGC, and it almost worked. Like it's it's cool typing. Like ghost dragons are really neat typing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was better. Uh, it's really good for TCG right now. I run it in my yeah, day. absolutely. But, uh, um, for like competitive stuff, and then we also have uh, the Sandy Gast and Palisand. Sand. Those are both coming out. Most importantly, Lunala uh. and Lunala. Or is Lunala going to be ghost type? Yeah, Psychic gonna... Ghost. Oh, that's right. Psychic Ghost. Um, it's crazy. I thought it was dark. You know, you're right. It is Psychic Ghost. They're both psychic. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, Orakuri, Orakuria. What's the bird? Yeah, the bird that the... gets like four different birds because there's a ghost one, yeah, a fire Sensu one, style. electric one, and a psychic one. Yeah, so those are going to be really cool. Um, considering we like ghosts are only like five percent of all Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and there aren't even that, of... there aren't even that many ghost type moves either. Uh, no, there, like, and there's, like the one thing we're lacking is like moves. a good. Um, a good ghost type uh, physical move, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say physical. You've got you've got Shadow Claw, but that's only base seventy, and Shadow Force, but that's two turns, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, mean, I guess Shadow Punch exists too, but that's just a worse Shadow Claw. So. Yeah, but like you have Shadow Ball, so on the physical side. Oh, on the special cool. side, you're like fantastic. And that brings up like a uh, Chandelure. Bo mentioned this a little bit earlier when we were talking, but like if you want to talk about Pockin. Uh, are people still talking about Pockin? I feel like that was a game that was like really popular for like a week after it launched, and then nobody played it. Well, Pokemon's trying; like they're really. I haven't heard anything about Pockin being in like the regionals or anything. Are, no, is it's, it gonna... it's gonna be. It's it's not gonna be. It's on its own at regionals, but they mm-hmm. have triathlons with Pockin. Oh, do they? Know. Okay, because yeah. I I heard like Pockin's not gonna be. I I don't think Pockin's gonna be as huge. This well, year. Or they're gonna, gonna try to make it, it its own scene. Yeah, I think it's trying to get into the fighting games. Mm-hmm. But I digress. That's all. That's not ghost types. Ghost types are cool. They're hyper. Like their offense is really weird. Like none of them are hyper offensive per no. se, but they all inflict status. Like confuse is like really well tied with Pokemon that are uh, ghost types. Mm-hmm. Uh, confuse mm-hmm. rays and like you know you go back to Gen One, you have Dream Eater and these kinds of things. So ghosts are like the sneaky type attackers. They're not gonna like attack you outright. They're going to act like actual ghosts. So I think it's cool that they keep that design aesthetic with them. No, I agree. I mean, I I wish... Uh, I, I mean, there's a, there aren't that many ghost types, but I'd be very happy to see, like, a couple that were a little bit different this gen. I don't think, I don't think we're going to see a lot with, out of Mimikyu or Sandy Gast or Polisand. I think um, Polisand's got some potential with that ground typing. Yeah, well, uh, I, okay, so, like, you have, like, two classes of, like... Ghost type Pokemon. You have the ones like Chandelure and Gengar, which are like fast and hit hard, but have mm-hmm. no defense, right? Yeah. The so glass cannons, and then you then you have another you have the other class of ghost type Pokemon, which are just um are are just oh we're very defensively bulky. Uh, the only problem with Ghost Ground is it's got I mean I guess it's only got four weak no five weaknesses because Dark ghost. Fairy Ghost. Water, water grass, grass. Mm-hmm. but it's got the ice. Uh, ice, gas. yeah. That's uh, six weaknesses. That's has, uh, five weaknesses. It's only five weaknesses. What? Yeah, but sandy gas. We just counted is okay six. to get no, hit by water. You counted five. 
when it gets hit by water, it increases like its defense or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that one's not too bad. And then like as far as those is for offensive moves in the game, like there's not many things running those offensively. Like yeah, you're gonna have more water attacks, but like switch it into a scald and like get that that boost mm-hmm. and go to town. I don't know. There's it's weak there's... to it though. That's the problem. I don't know if it's gonna work like a storm drain or what. It's ah, who knows. Um, it, that's the thing. Like sun and moon, it's all up in the air. I'm excited. yeah. There's so much left for that meta to be discovered, and I don't think we're gonna know it until now, November 18th. And now our Marowak is a ghost, which is like oh, that's true. about time. A lowland Marowak. That sounds interesting too. Oh, we just look so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the spoopiest of all the Pokemon's. <laughs> the Spoopy, scary Pokemans. Yeah, no. Hopefully we can talk about some more spoke- scary Pokemon stuff. But we do have a new trailer dropping on Friday, apparently. So, well, uh, we'll see. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll Perfect. see. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Speaking of stuff that drops on Friday. So the coolest thing I've seen so far in all of these generation shorts yeah. was uh, Gengar coming out of the, the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Um, with, at the Elite Four. That was the coolest thing I'd ever seen because she has the Pokeball and the staff mm-hmm. and then she like taps it and Gengar just like shadow sneaks out of the floor. That was the coolest. Like if that was in the games and stuff like that, that was so awesome. Yeah. Like I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, I guess that's it. And instead of a Pokemon of the episode today, we, well, uh, we, I guess it is a Pokemon of the episode. It's uh, the Scrawn type episode. Oh uh, yes, those are their their uh, Pokedex entry says that they're native to uh, California and Missouri, but uh, can be found abroad in Japan. <laughs> so uh, Scrawn is actually currently in Japan. For those of you that don't know, and so he decided to send us a little clip about the things he's been uh, experiencing with Pokemon in Japan. So we're gonna play that for you guys right after the commercial. So we catch you on the flip flop. So we will catch you on the flip flop. In a world where not enough people filled out the Puckle survey. <laughs> Need Pokemon! Pokemon has disappeared. How do you even tell time on a yokai watch? No more Pikachu. Hold still, kitty. I gotta paint you yellow. No more TCG. These, there's not actual magic? These are just cards? What? No more movies. Actually, that's not too bad. No more PuckleCon. No! The future is not set in stone. Make a difference. Do your part. Don't try to tell time on a yokai watch or paint your kitty yellow. Fill out the Puckle survey today. Head to PucklePodcast.com slash survey to help us out and enter for your chance to win a prize. More people means a better prize. Go to PucklePodcast.com slash survey now. Professor Sycamore, have you tried that new energy drink, Green Tauros? I sure have, Trainer Thatch. It's amazing. I heard it gives you a hooves, man. (sighs) Well, that's amazing. Mm. Well, what the heck happened to your hands? Green Tauros gives you hoops. And welcome back to the show. It is not your host, Trainer Thatch, because he is taking a break getting his nose powdered. It is actually Scrawn, and boy has it been a long time since I have been on the show. 
Uh, let me give a quick explanation for that before we proceed with uh, this new segment, which is Pokemon Overseas. Now, that name may actually give away quite a bit, and if you've listened to previous episodes, then you will very well know that I am actually studying abroad in Japan itself, the, the origin land of Pokemon. And it has been a fantastic time so far in this first month. Uh, magnificent people, magnificent food, uh, wonderful, clean country with a lot, a lot of culture, a lot of wonderful experiences, and most importantly, a lot of Pokemon. Now, let me just get straight into it and start talking about some of my experiences with Pokemon in the Land of the Rising Sun. Uh, my first experience was whenever I had first arrived. I was traveling through the subway system, and I found a hidden Pokemon Center. And inside of this Pokemon Center, there were about 15 different types of plushies. Like, not normal Pokemon plushies, you might, you might think, but actually ditto representation plush, plushies. So they were the Pokemon themselves with the little ditto round eyes in lieu of their normal eyes. And I just thought this was the the neatest thing that you really could have, have, have seen there. Uh, they had all sorts of other things there, but I'm not going to go into detail until I actually travel to the main Pokemon Center in Ikebukuro. So you can expect a segment on that soon. Uh, all around Japan, in supermarkets, you can find Pokemon merchandise of various colors, shapes, and sizes. Most of these would come in the form of some sort of snack and sweet with, a, with with an additional piece of merchandise, and I actually bought one of these to test it out and see how it is. Now, it was advertised as a Pokemon coin, so you get a random Pokemon coin from the new gen, from Generation Six uh, late X Y Z movie sort of uh, theme. So I open it up and I get this. This hard metal coin that has a uh, Gengar on it, Mega Gengar. Uh, so, but the the fun fun thing about it is that it's actually spelled Gengar, which is closer to the Japanese spelling. So that's a neat little uh, artifact that I have from that. Uh, it can- also came with a little piece of candy, which I refuse to eat because it looks incredibly sketchy. Uh, while you are walking around in Japan, you can find capsule machines. And, oh boy, some people would just have a heyday with these. They cost about 300 yen, which tra- translates to about $3 uh, US dollars. And you get a random Pokemon-themed little trinket. And I actually did one of these, and I got a Vaporeon keychain. And it is just fantastic. I love it so much. It, it's with my keys, and I refuse to take it off. Come to Japan just for that experience if you can. <laughs> I'm being entirely honest. Alright. Um, as you might expect, uh, Pokemon is big here in more than just one way. And I think that the most most the most hype recently has been drummed up around Pokemon Sun and Moon, with a lot of the nerd-themed stores around here dr- drumming up those pre-orders big time. Um, but also... There are lingering effects from the Pokemon Go hype. And don't get me wrong, it's not necessarily lingering because a lot of people still play Pokemon Go. You can just go on the subway and then you'll find people 
swiping those pokey stops whenever the subway comes to a halt. You'll find people catching those super rare far-fetched far-fetched swamp whenever they can and you'll see gyms always being taken but apparently it was super super big here like it caused problems they created rules well well, they more they implemented stricter rules regarding walking in the subway while looking down at your phone because people were running into each other non-stop uh in addition you can if you like brought your phone into a movie theater you would get uh kicked out if you were playing pokemon go anyway my hunt for the pokemon farfetched is what i would like to discuss next uh farfetched is as many know an asian exclusive pokemon go catch and one of (laughs) what i like to say the main reasons i came to japan now this is not entirely correct i very much would like one and have been hunting hard with my buddy Chad the Tauros, who is the North American exclusive. Uh, Unfortunately, I have not yet found a Farfetch to add to my roster, partially because I'm having cellular issues and need a new phone, but I will get that Farfetch'd, and I will continue to catch a bunch of Farfetch'ds, and then I will one day be able to trade to you Puckalonians when the trading feature comes out, so you can all look forward to that. Anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up now. I would like to ask any interested Puckalonians to send questions to me directly about Pokemon in Japan, so I can give you a more in-depth, maybe, discussion to to your personal qualms. So go ahead and send any questions about the topic to bscron at gmail.com, and whenever I decide to do this next segment, which will likely be when I have some interesting Pokemon experiences to share with you, I will be sure to answer those. Uh, well, I'm gonna see you on the flip side. Enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, and always, from from this point on, actually, uh, the Pokemon Overseas segment is brought to you by Farfetched Farms, uh, where we got the leaks and we got the beaks. I don't know, I was just told to say that by Farfetched Freddy. Anyway, see you later. for the mailbag send in your emails the mail's here check your inbox it's time for the mailbag mail And on to the mailbag. Uh, first, thank you, Scrawn, for sending that in. So I hope you guys learned some things about Scrawn and his life. Uh, <laughs> I know I did. Uh, <laughs> he taught so, me to love again. <laughs> <laughs> but it is time for the mailbag. This is a segment of the show where you guys, the listeners, get to uh, be, respond. If you want to be part of this, you can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we get to as many of these as we can during the week. Um, I do read them all. Just as a heads up, uh, unfortunately, we don't have the time anymore to get to all of them, but we will get to as many as we can here. So we're going to jump right on in. Our mailbag question last week was, uh, what do you think, where do you think the meta is going to go when Sun and Moon drop? It's anybody's guess, honestly. So let's see what you guys think. So our first email is going to be from a pinky. Thatch. What? Thatch. How many times do we have to go over this? These sponsors pay us good money. Oh, gosh, yes. I totally forgot products. about our sponsor. As always, the mailbag segment is brought to you by the energy drink, Green 
Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Paws. Oh, crap. Hooves. <laughs> and they're going to give us a breach of contract lawsuit. Come on. Yeah, exactly. And so, as always, we'll be giving out the green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. So, <laughs> let's jump right on in. Uh, once again, this first one is from a pinky bit insane Fernape. Hello, Puckle. My name is a pinky bit insane Fernape. Uh, I wrote in last week, but it was not read. I understand why, but I'd like to point out my name was in the first sentence of the email. You said it wasn't. I apologize. Uh, I think you sent it in, like, right as we were ending the show. Uh, on to the mailbag. I think setup moves are gonna be big. With that big bird, with that bird thing that can copy dance moves, among other stuff. I predict that there will be about ten mons, around who, two of which will appear on every team, with a ton of unique mons, depending on the team. <laughs> okay. I- I know both Infernape and Blastoise will be huge and will more than likely be banned or dominate the meta. I also know that they might introduce more items into Sun and Moon, that more Pokemon will become more viable with them. I have an an interesting team type that might come to be about is one that combines weather and terrain. Uh, I'd like to note that a majority of this mailbag is a joke. Being an Infernape and soon to be highly sought after, I plan on auditioning for some teams and I'm thoroughly delighted about the introduction of Bottle Caps, which will level the playing field so that I can win them over with my extreme charisma. (laughs) Well, that's all. I have an appointment with my therapist who keeps trying to convince me that I'm not an Infernape. That's crazy, right? Anyway, from the whole community of Pokemon that enjoy listening to your show but can't actually write in because of a lack of thumbs, thanks and keep it up. (laughs) I like it. Can you have weather and... I don't know if you can have weather and terrain up at the same time. I don't think huh. so. I don't see that. We'll have to try it. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure that or out. Maybe there's a different mechanic about it in Sun and Moon. Maybe it could also, ch- yeah, it could change in Sun and Moon. I think terrain and weather are the same thing, though. I'm not 100 sure. I can't, no, I can't tell you not. for sure. They're not. They're not the same thing. One is weather and the other is terrain. Oh my gosh, Bo, you're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you want to get this next one from Jedi DJ Bo? Yes, I do. Um, greetings, dear Puckle people. I am writing from Florida just one day after the big hurricane hit. It still don't have power, but it should be restored soon. I live a uh, Space Coast area. Anyways, all is well with my family and friends. There was some minor road and house damage around town, but things should return to normal soon. I wanted to answer the mailbag and share a quick theory I had about the Generations episodes. I'm wondering if they're connected to Sun and Moon. In episode 5, the international police are investigating Giovanni's son. In the story, Giovanni mentions the return of Team Rocket. The investigator says that Giovanni has been missing for years. Then Giovanni talks a lot about organizations and bringing people together. I'm wondering if the return of Team Rocket will be tied to the Aether Foundation in Sun and Moon. I could be a way off, as I am not uh, up to snuff on all my Pokemon lore. Either way, I would love to know what you guys think. This is what I think, Bo. Uh, or Jedi oh, DJ. Yeah. Uh, that that scene from that Generations episode is like word for word from the uh, from the little scene that you get when you do the Celebi event in Heart Gold Soul Silver. Mm-hmm. Like that's like one hundred percent ripped the dialogue. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it's anything connected to the Sun and Moon. I think they were just celebrating the games and the Generations. Right. Um. And and in that same event, uh, Giovanni is fully prepared to go like he's packed up got his bags mm-hmm. ready got his pokemon fully restored and everything he's about to go meet up with his team rocket buddies and then you go back in time or maybe not back well you go back in time just a little bit 
and you stop him from you pretty much fight him and then he jumps off a waterfall. <laughs> I mean, it's speculated that he jumps yeah. off a waterfall. It's speculated that Giovanni's just gone, but nobody knows. Nobody knows for sure. We could see a Generations episode where cut Ooh. to bottom of waterfall. I, I think I think yeah. next episode, actually, this week is probably going to move on to Gen 3. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Uh, because got you got now. three episodes of Kanto, well, kind of three episodes of Kanto, uh, three episodes of Johto now, and I think mm-hmm. they're going to move on to Gen 3 now. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the mailbag, I think that Z moves will bring a lot of burst damage to the meta. I think matches will go faster and be more one-sided. As far as new Pokemon themselves, I have been hiding my eyes from a lot of the spoilers, so I will refrain from randomly guessing at how they will change the meta. Till next time, may the flippity flop force be with you, Jedi DJ. Wonderful. I don't. I don't think matches will be so one-sided because both teams have access to um, the Z moves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even if you go off with one Pokemon Z move, you still have another Pokemon that can use Z move. Mm-hmm. Like the other person can use their Z move. Yep. So. Right. No, that's the, that's the whole thing that everybody was complaining about in. Uh, in VGC 16 about how somebody's going to win just because they use powerful Pokemon. And the answer is like, well, no, because the other guy's going to use Groudon. So. And it's not going to be like you using your smash move in Smash Brothers, no. like to like, oh, first one to get the Smash Ball wins because you have six Pokemon. Like mm-hmm. they only use that on one Pokemon. I don't think Z moves are going to be as game changing as uh, Game Freak wants them to be. No, and no, I don't okay. think people are going to use them as much because you lose your item slot. Yeah, you're going to lose your item slot. Like, these moves better be, like, 100% worth it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's never a situation where I'm going to run Charizard with any kind of Z move over the Mega. Yeah, exactly. Like, Well, except for VGC because you can't run Mega. Well, I'm talking about, like... You're not, not going to run Charizard, then, because Charizard's awful without a Mega. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So this next one is uh, from Yellow Trainer. I'll hey, Thatch. Hmm? I said I could read it if you'd like. Oh, yeah, go for it, Gator. My apologies. I forgot the order. It's fine. You're fine. I still I still like you. Yeah. Um, hey, Thatch, and who, whichever host may be on. Um, that'd be me and both of us. Uh, it's Yellow Trainer here listening only a short time right now. But I must say, you guys are such an informative and very enjoyable Polka podcast. Thanks for being so amazing. No, Yellow Trainer, thank you for being amazing. No, thank um, you for letting me know that I'm amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we all tell him he's a scrub. He needs that every Next so week's awesome. mailbag is tell Thatch why he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, ne- until the end of the year. You know what's going to happen now? We're going to get emails where people legitimately answer that question. Yep, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so just a bit of a silly question, but uh, what is it all you guys' uh, favorite electric type? Um, Togedemaru. Well, I, I know what Bose is. It's Pikachu. Wait, no. Guilty yep. <laughs> on thunders. Um, I don't think I have a favorite electric type. I've really never looked at it and been like, "Wow, this is the electric type I like." So I can't really. Is it Voltorb? Like, no. I just there's no there's no electric type I can point to and be like, "Yep, that's my favorite." Um, just wait till Toga Demaru comes out. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Shut um, up. Theirs is uh, the Luxray line, and they've always enjoyed using it in the game. Another quick question. Can you guys recommend any good competitive electric types for the current VGC rotation? Raichu's doing really well right now. Yeah, Raichu's usable. Um, the fake-out pressure from it as well. I mean, the typing's decent enough, too. Just electric, it's fine. Um, and Mega Manetric can always, like, show up on a team. Like, oh, yeah, it's not... no. it's. I think Mega Manetric actually got second at Worlds this year, so... 
So that always those two are good mm-hmm. to go. Um, another quick question: Can you guys recommend any good competitive elect? Oh no, I read that. Okay. As question of the episode, I think Sun and Moon is really going to change the meta completely, but honestly, in a good way. I think Z moves are going to be interesting and fun to use in the game, but I do not. I'm not sure how I feel about what's going to do to the competitive scene. I personally think it's going to break it because everyone will use it. Well. Uh, though I do like your the idea of megas, but maybe limited. Thanks for your time. Feel the spark, Yellow Trainer. Wonderful. Um, like we just said, I don't think it's going to be necessarily over centralizing mm-hmm. to use that word. But it's it's, it, it's interesting that so many people think that it will be. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm. Not, I'm. It depends on what happens. I mean, I could see the meta shifting um, if Protect does block them. Uh, I could yeah. see the meta going to where even in singles you'll see protect run on Pokemon standardly. Yeah, and... anything that can't tank a big hit is going to run a protect mm-hmm. if you're trying to like set up for something. Exactly, and I mean we don't know what the base power of these moves are or anything. Like it could just be like, oh, uses and it's an Oko. Uh... Yeah. Um, the only oh, thing I think it's really going to do is it's going to change uh, win conditions a lot. Like, they're not mm-hmm. going to be as similar. Because, like, somebody could have a win condition set, and then I use my Z-move, and they're like, oh, crap, I kind of, you know... Yep. It might so. it might be the change of some Pokemon need, because some Pokemon just don't have... They have everything else except for that one good offensive move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Ghost. So like, yeah, yeah, like, like Ghost, exactly. <laughs> like, they have the speed, they have, like, whatever. They just need something to... Oh, it can't handle this one type, so now it's automatically dead. Well, now now you throw the Z move on it, and then now you're now you got a stew going. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so our next one is from Evie Light. Good evening, Thatch and Co-host. Uh, I hope it's not too late to make this week's mailbag. I'm far from being a competitive battler or a Pokemon expert, but it seems like they have a lot of new abilities that may benefit defensive playstyles. For example, there is Shadow Shield and Fluffy, which in, which decrease damage taken. Or how about those abilities that increase defenses like Water Compaction, Disguise, and Stamina? Finally, the abilities that prevent priority moves from hitting first like Triage and Dazzling. Uh, triage does not do that. It just increases priority um, yeah. on recovery moves. Uh, who knows? I may be completely off, but I don't care. I'm really excited about Sun and Moon already. Hope I can understand more about competitive battling this generation. Oh, you will if you listen to Puckle. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, we'll help you. (laughs) On a side note, I really enjoyed listening to your uh, live number seven. Uh, I liked it so much that I decided to become a patron so I can listen to your next episode live. Well, congratulations. And that's what everybody else should do for a dollar a month. Uh, (laughs) That's literally all it takes. Uh, Seriously, Puckle is a really awesome podcast with an outstanding community. You all have great personalities and I really enjoy listening to you guys. Evie Light. Well, thank you. Thank Touches you, Evie Light. Seriously, a dollar a month to listen live. You spend more than $12 a year pulling bad cards out of TCG packs. Yep. Like, <laughs> just, it's, help out the community, we help you. Like, yep, exactly. No problem. Uh, and I know Gator wanted this next one, or this last one, I think this is the last yep. one we have time for, from uh, yep. The Real EV. Yep, this is The Real EV. What's up, Thatch and friends? I just wanted to give a shout out to our TCG group. That'd be uh, Puckle TCG on Facebook. You can just search mm-hmm. us P-U-C-L TCG. Um, there's a space in between P-U-C-L and We should and start TCG. one for VGC, but maybe we'll wait until Sun and Moon come out. Yeah, let's give it a little bit more time. Um, to Gator and Lord Jashiro for helping me with my local group. Yep, um, he runs a group in West Virginia. So if you're looking for West That's Virginia awesome. stuff, uh, come on, join our Puckle TCG group, and you can hook up with the real EV, and uh, he'll get you started. Guy's got, he's got it down. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now all thank yous and highs are done. With the next update on Sun and Moon coming out, if it's not already out by uh, the We're Growing and everyone is super helpful. Oh, okay, never mind. I skipped over a part. Um, I think that we'll get a lot of new powerhouses in the format as I look and I think the Alolan Executor keeps coming. Some of its grass moves like Woodhammer or the Alolan Ninetales uh, may still have fire moves uh, through breeding. So that could be pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, because they should be able to breed with their old forms. On that note, I think breeding is going to be even bigger in the game because that way you can shape your Pokemon. All right. Well, okay. I'm going to end it here. As for the cost to go to Plus Lemonin, I'm planning on dressing up my six-year-old. Uh, yeah, for the costume. Oh, for the costume for Snag. Uh, yeah. For Snag Arena and Snag Arena. Yeah. Um, as for the costume, they should go as Plus Lemonin. I'm dressing, planning on dressing my six-month-old son Apollo as a squirrel next year. A squirrel. Oh. That's and there's cute. a picture of him as Raphael, as a Ninja Turtle attached. Oh man, that's cute. Yeah, the real EV's cool guy. Um, like he said, join our uh, group. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about different competitive things with TCG. We help people out. We just helped somebody with a list last night for their Ninja break. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. If you're getting into the TCG, hop on to the T- Puckle TCG group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So that's going to be it for the mailbag today, guys. Uh, so uh, mailbag badge. Green Taurus badge. I was thinking um, oh, uh, 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 a pinky bit insane Infernape. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really goofy, and I liked it a lot. Yeah, that was that was interesting. We can go ahead and do that. I'm down. And his, and his mailbag title was just Dometta. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Fairly Odd Parents with just the rules. The rules. So, right. yes, go for Gator. I was going to say, a pinky bit insane for Infernape. Uh, go ahead and go on PucklePodcast.com yep. and go to the badges and submit for the Green Tauros badge. And yes. we will Thanks. approve you. Yep. And you get a shiny badge on your profile. Um, as for the rest of everybody else, if you want some shiny badges, you can always... Uh, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow the Tumblr, uh, subscribe to our subreddit. That's uh, r slash puckle. We have a red uh, badge, right? Did we do that? I think we do. I hope if so. If we don't, we'll get one. Um, I'm looking right now. <laughs> but keep uh, we going. Have, we have um, the Twitch stream. You can catch us. That's the Puckle Podcast on Twitch. If you subscribe to us, you can uh, set it so it updates you when Thatch goes live. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a mix of OU stuff, uh, random battles. Um, he can, we can even get him playing TCG sometimes if he wants to uh, feel obligated to like playing a different game. Uh, <laughs> so we can pressure him any way you want to, guys. Like if you just start demand that that. Also, like, also if you're a patron at the three dollar level or above, you can pretty much tell me what to do. Yeah, uh. that's true. Um, if you're a patron at the hundred dollar level of above, you can get his phone number and he can read you movie synopses. Um, <laughs> And we've decided that if you become a $100 patron a month for 12 months, if you lock it in for a year, that will come to your house and watch a movie with you and also discuss it in real time. So that's only going to be it's only $1,200 to have Thatch fly out and hang out with you for a weekend. Um, yeah, hopefully we get some food too. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. I love, how, I love how this is supposed to be a joke, but then we plug it every episode. Like, but seriously, please, somebody? <laughs> I mean, it's only it's only a joke until somebody does it. Like, I'm yeah, that's one hundred percent true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just follow us on the social. Uh, and 
most importantly right now, I know this is the fourth time we're going to say something about it, pucklepodcast.com slash survey. Yes. It's actually really important to us. If you want to help boost my self-esteem, like most of us was talking about at the beginning of the episode, go to pucklepodcast.com slash survey. Fatch religiously checks it and like internalizes everything you say about him. Yeah, I do. And uh, I'd like I, ch- to also- I literally check. I wake up in the morning and I check it. I'm not even lying. I would also like to solicit your vote for uh, choosing me as your favorite co-host, um, <laughs> and then everyone else just to not choose most of us. We I was just going to say I don't need to solicit your vote because I already know I'm your favorite. <laughs> All right, I've, I've, the, the social spiel is done. You can wrap it up, Patch. Wait, don't forget iTunes. Review us on oh, yeah. iTunes. That's right. If you That's want you get. that special show. If you that, want us to start having Snag become a game show host, review and, us on iTunes. We have to get, what yeah. is it, 250? 250, yeah. We're at 221 currently. So we're working our way up. You guys made some progress this week. It's definitely an achievable goal because you guys did it before. <laughs> so go for it, guys. Review us on iTunes. It helps us find more people because we move up on the iTunes ladder because their algorithm's really weird and stupid. Uh, <laughs> we talk about it at least once a week. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, we do. All right, so please go ahead and do that, guys. And I guess that's here. That's it here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. So I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosefis, and I was Gator. And it's closing time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. 
HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 